Andrew sabotages the internet here. I think he does. He so really he doesn't does. have to do work. Andrew. Fucking bullshit. Okay. Is, is it okay? <laughs> Going live. Three, two, and we should be live. I think now. when you say his last name, you have to always say it twice. You have to always say it twice. Zedekosa. Mm-hmm. I loved it when Alan Aragon was talking about oh, it. Yeah. He said it so mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, that was cool. He's like, and Andrew Saragosa. It's like, it's just so fun to say. Hey. Like salsa. Yeah, man. It's, it's a spicy last name. <laughs> like your last name, if there's anything that's spicy, your last name's spicy. Mm, I think so, yeah. Zaragoza. Even my tongue gets hot. <laughs> Whoa. Even my tongue gets hot saying it, man. So we're just talking about like that natty uh, verification, you know? Yeah. And, uh, like I think a company like Merrick should have like some sort of very uh, natty uh, verification like format that they, mm-hmm. they they do when they would test people's blood. They're testing a lot of people's bloods that um, you know some people are looking to kind of change their hormonal profile through pharmaceuticals, right? Mm-hmm. And you know you get that blue check mark on like Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Can uh, one of these companies please help with this natty or not oh debate and just end it forever? You know, but I, I don't know if that would be enough, you know, because then people would be like, well, you know, never I don't know. Well, because yeah. then you would have, you know, the Merrick verif- verification status, which is like going to be like top tier. And then you'd have like these other companies and be like, no, I have the verification status from what, what you got there in Zuma. <laughs> what you got there? So we're eating donuts on the show because we're fat. <laughs> but, well, who purchased the donuts? Yeah, that would be me. Yeah. yeah thank, <laughs> you, thank you for the donuts. <laughs> thank you. But I just saw this man. Take some of the almond chocolate salt that I put in my coffee. Mm-hmm. He put on his donut. And he was like, oh, shit. So I was like, all right, let me, let me, let me try that, buddy. <laughs> and Seema didn't even really realize that he was like totally fucking my donut with his eyes. <laughs> and so I was like, you want some chocolate salt? He goes, oh, yeah, I didn't even know I was doing that. Bro, it's, it's hella fucking good. And it's really good, right? Like, it's, it's not even a joke, bro. Oh, Speaking of natty, I got this natty fucking vegan donut from Temple. Temple Coffee. Was that a joke? No. Is this vegan? It's a vegan gluten-free donut. <laughs> well, Oreos are the vegan also. What the fuck did you also. make us eat? I don't know. I don't know why it has all those stats oh. on it, but... I feel like by principle, I don't want to eat this. It's anymore. really good. No, I'm joking. It's really good. It's dense. Mm. Well, it'd be health weird. and fitness. We fast all day. It'd be weird to have a donut that has, like, I'm gonna be so steak dark. in the middle. That's true. Oh. So would it be, like though? <laughs> would, would it, it be, be delicious? Though? I think... Because some people put bacon on donuts. Mm-hmm. Bacon is kind of weird because when you then you you smell the bacon and you smell the donut at the same time, it's kind of an odd, but it's an odd mixture going on. But it's just like pancakes and bacon mm-hmm. with syrup all mm-hmm. over it is really good. So a maple oh, yeah. donut with yeah. bacon inside, same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, fried, delicious. Oh my God, this is so good, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, Andrew. Do you have any chocolate salt? No, dude. Put some chocolate here. Here, There's a here. little bit left. Okay. Hold on. Do it for the camera. Mm. Here. I want you to pour it right there so that way the camera this can donut, see This donut, for some reason, oh, this donut is so, he- it's so heavy. Oh, you put oh, a lot. Too much. That's okay. No, no, it'll work. I'll wash it around. It'll be fine. No, here's, like, I'm going to do like that, and then now, now, I have, now I have a dipping You ever see? ever see Andrew use the salt in the... Hold on, let me do this. In the... Uh, <laughs> In our break room, he loves that salt. Yeah. This man is just pouring that salt with a vigorous <laughs> hand. Look at me so weird. I'm like, what's the matter with you? He's like, mm. <laughs> I need to make a meme out of that shit. <laughs> Every day. Oh. Or a yeah. gif or whatever. That's that that salt baby. I got shit on me. It's Andrew staring at the camera. Salt in his hand. NFT? I don't know. Yeah. Am I getting any of this right? Yeah, um, NFT. I so think old. so. Yeah, let's see what we got here. Mm. What's Let's the see. verdict? Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it turned it from a from a donut into like a brownie. Oh, why didn't I just leave this with you? I'm sorry. Oh, oh okay. I, I I spread it evenly over my donut. This is like no, a, here, look. Because if you if you pour it right in there, because now I have a like a dipping. I'm very station. sorry if I'm saying this wrong, but I think it's called like a Samoa. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that right? That's what they used to call it, the the Girl Scout cookie. I used they, to live right next to some I think some they changed Samoas. the name for some reason. Do you realize? I don't, I don't know if I'm saying wrong stuff. Oh, yeah, that is the Girl Scout cookie thing. They look mm-hmm. like a Samoa. Mm-hmm. Coconutties. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Those are the worst Girl Scout cookies. The coconut ones? Yeah, they're not good. Oh, my God. You, really? know, you know what I suck with, guys? Thin mints were good, but you guys hate mint stuff. Mm. <laughs> this is actually, I just yeah, realized. Yeah, brushing your teeth and eating chocolate. Mm-hmm. The, okay, number one. 
Element needs to thank us for what we've just done because we yeah. just discovered another use for their electrolytes. Now when people want to eat donuts, <laughs> they can actually eat them in a healthier way and get electrolytes <laughs> in because they can dip their donuts in Element hey. chocolate salt. <laughs> uh, I was 330 pounds for a reason. I'd also say <laughs> you, can, you can dump this chocolate salt on some cereal too. It worked great. Oh, oh my, my God. Mm-hmm. God, dude, we got to hang out more. Yeah. yeah this, <laughs> I'm learning so much. <laughs> you don't want to hang out with the old me. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. So real quick, before we get even further, when I started like, okay, well, what the fuck is Mark Bell and super training all about? Like when I started coming to like intern, I guess we'll call it. Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my god, dude, they have like donuts all the time. I remember that. And then days. it was like um <laughs> That was so weird. And then it was Dan's birthday and you guys got him just a bunch of pizza. And oh, I'm like, yeah. dude, I just met all these guys. Oh my god, this is gonna be so cool. We had a table set up and we had we had uh, like literal um like a van <laughs> full of pizza show up to the gym. I remember that dude for his birthday. That was great. And then you guys gave him like uh whatever for like his stomach because like he was uh, like lactose intolerant. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, just fight through it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of a bunch of uh, lactase, uh, yeah. lactate pills. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> a box of lactate pills. <laughs> a, a fucking truck full of pizza show up. Don't eat. Oh. Don't eat healthier, bro. Just here's some medicine. <laughs> yeah, I used to be a lot happier. We lied a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Before all you, all you motherfuckers came around. Then you had to go and do a bodybuilding show. Mm-hmm. Now we haven't. And then you got bit. Like why? And everything got all serious. All right. Um, secondly, <laughs> you're too happy now. You mm-hmm. can't even do a podcast. Look at you. It was the donut, and there you're was rocking. something else. Mm. God dang it, guys! We're talking about cookies. Cookies. Uh, Girl Scouts. Mm. Okay. No. Oh. oh. Okay. You got really excited. About Girl you see. Okay, that's problematic. <laughs> Talking about the cookies. <laughs> you just shouted Girl Scouts. Right? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No, no, no. What I was going to say was... <laughs> this I, is so good. Okay, the first, the first few words I'm about to say will sound wrong, but it's because I have a problem telling, like, children selling things no. Mm-hmm. As in, oh, like, yeah, yeah. I have a problem just like walking yeah. and being. No. They come to the door and they're like, "I got this for sale." These yeah. magazines or some shit. You're like, "Oh, I've got five of them." I'm always <laughs> a sucker. Like, yeah. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> Even if I know I'm not going to eat it, mm-hmm. or if I don't want, it, I'm just like, hustle, oh. keep hustling, child. Like, good for you. Yeah. It's tough. There was a kid in my neighborhood a couple years back that he was always hustling something. I bought so much shit from that kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd have like magazines delivered to my house and yeah. newspapers, and never read any of them. That motherfucker was hustling out there. Yeah. When you see kids doing it, you're like, you want to encourage, you want to be like, hey, man, you're doing good work. Keep it up. So I did my this 50, did my 50 mile walk yesterday. And mm-hmm. so for um, yesterday, I was just like, you know, hey, just do whatever eating you need to do. Like, don't even think about diet necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did that. Interestingly enough, walking 50 miles <laughs> because, because I, um, my body just be a little different than most people. I gained like 12 pounds <laughs> from walking all day. Wait, wait, what'd you start your weight and what'd you end your weight up? Uh, I was 229 in the morning and uh, this morning, this well, not this morning, but like at night last night before I went to bed, I was like 242 or something or 241. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, tons of, just tons of water. And, and uh, cause I, you know, I got, just to be honest, I got pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. just from walking i mean that's a lot of, that's a lot of walking never never try to do anything uh quite like that so that was a uh that was a lot even though i'm not natty <laughs> it uh was still hard to recover from interesting though too is that you recover quick from stuff like it was hard for me to even get in and out of my bed last night so i slept in a in a recliner for a while and then i switched to my bed and then by the time uh-huh. i woke up i was fine hmm but I was like, I was, I was pretty wrecked. I had to go in the hot tub. I had to go in the shower. It took me a while to get out of the car. It took me a while to like get in the shower. I had to be really careful. Didn't you say Andy came and picked you up because you couldn't necessarily drive? I, yeah, I was like, I'm not in it. I'm not even bothered driving. Um, I could have drove, but I was just thinking like, probably not a great idea. Yeah. So I had her scoop me up for comfort comfort purposes. And congratulations to our homie Ryan Soper, who did that whole hundred miles with you too. Mm-hmm. My God. Okay. Ryan. 100K. 100K steps. steps. 51 miles, right? Yeah. 51 miles. Um, my, my, our guy, he, he 
he pulled his calf in the beginning and he just went through the whole yep. thing. That's like he continued savage. going like that is savagery right there. To be perfectly honest, I think I would have pussied out if I pulled my calf. <laughs> but Ryan, I think, he, I think he wanted to. And then he got just too deep in. He was mm. like, ah, I might as well just go the whole. That's oh, what happens when you're around somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like your shit. <laughs> when you're with somebody, it's like, I fucking like quit in front of him. Like, might as well just keep, <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a fun, it was a fun challenge. Would you do it again? No, no, <laughs> not are that. You, are you sure? I might do like a marathon or something at some point. Yeah, you know that might be kind of that might be kind of cool as long as I can kind of take my time with it. I, I, I don't think I really want to get all that competitive with running, but I mean maybe at some point I will. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll get pumped about it. I, I, I like hikes and stuff. You know, I like um, oh, yeah, me too. going on like three to seven mile hike, you know, something like that. Like once you start getting over, once you start getting over those uh, amounts, it gets to be, I don't know. It gets to be like just too tedious. But yesterday was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, back what to this uh, natty thing. Yeah. What do you think, man? We should, we, you think we should test people and uh, see if we can get them the blue check mark <laughs> you know for their natty status? You know or you think that won't be enough for people? You you know, a few years ago, I'm pretty sure it was like two, two and a half years ago, you know, Kino Body, Gregor Gallagher? Mm, yeah. There's this uh, thing that he started trying to do. It, it like, it got a little bit, but then it kind of just died down. There's this specific type of test. Fascinated by your coffee. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're, always doing, you're always doing the special stuff with your coffee over there. All right, let's talk through it real quick. We're going to come back Salted. to this Kino Body thing. All right, let's do this. All right, so we got right now nitro cold brew with some heavy whipping cream. Heavy cream. You get cream this on the, the side? I get cream on the side because if can, I tell them to put the cream in, I don't get enough coffee. Can anybody do that? <laughs> yes. Um, Are you sure? Or do you need to have good no, looks? No, that's, you're in the bubble. <laughs> I'm not in the bubble and I need <laughs> you to it, stop that. If, if I ask for heavy cream on the side, I'll get like the little thimble thing. They give you a whole fucking cup. Listen, saying <laughs> it's all about how you ask. Are you flexing while you ask? I don't flex while I ask. I'm just like, I usually raise the tonality of my voice. So, hey, can I get some heavy cream? Oh. <sighs> You know, I don't, I don't speak with the, Oh, like a little higher pitch, a little yeah. bit higher pitch, Less eyes open a little bit wider, teeth showing. Can I get some heavy cream? You got some nice teeth. Hmm. Hey, we uh, all got nice teeth on this guy. Let's get boy. that smile going. I like it. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll, they'll be like, yes. And then, you know, you know, just you, you know, treat them nice. You get mm. a little bit more heavy cream. Mm. That's how it works. Okay. You ever try to say it with the smooth panther voice? <laughs> Can I get some heavy cream? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful you say that too, I guess. Yeah, that's not a good idea. She might man. shoot you with the cream. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was really good. That was good. That was, that was quick. That was quick. I, I wish I could say it was quick, but that's literally all I was thinking about the whole time. Oh, and we got the Fairlife Salted Caramel, which is really good, Haven't by the way. It it's really good. Like, I want to try that one and the coffee. The coffee. So first off, thank you, Fairlife, and our, and our homie, uh, Ken. The, the, um, the hookup. The hookup, Ken. I'm just going to use first names. But, um, yo. I don't Fair think life. we should talk about Ken. We shouldn't mm. talk about Ken. No, we don't want to get him, get him no. in trouble. I'm glad that that's a made up name. There's probably, yeah, his name is probably like Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. It's Ron. Ron Thanks, Burgundy. Ron. Thanks, Ron. Um, but yeah, and I put them some fair like in there, so it's just delectable. Mm. It's nutritious, delicious, and perfect. back to your nattiness. Grego Gallagher was uh, he had this test that he was that he was like. Uh, I forgot the name of the test, but he was like, oh, every person, every person who claims that he should do this test because it'll apparently find something in your blood that's shown that you've taken something in the past and you can't hide it. And he was calling it Natty Verified. That was that's what he was calling it. Um, but it kind of died out. And um, I don't think anything will please anybody. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, like I don't think there's any test or any protocols or anything that. Any individual who claims natural that people believe they're not natural, there's nothing that person can do because the internet will always find a way to say how they got around it, even if their tests are negative or they have perfect numbers or whatever. The internet will always come up with something. Oh, you're not. Well, they probably did something mm. five years ago and they're just not on it anymore. But now they have all those. There's always something, dude. Hey, look at John Jones. He's gotten popped, uh, I think, twice. Um, and. <clears throat> There were consequences, but it was like after the fact. It's like, um, mm -hmm. who who did he beat? Um, I mean, he beat the Cormier. Guy, Cormier. Mm -hmm. He beat Cormier, I think, twice, and twice, and both times, I think he was doped, right? 
a little something picograms. Yeah, and and, and it's also in accordance to UFC, you know, rules and yeah. it's, it's debatable and whatever, right? But it's interesting because it's like if you go to a powerlifting competition and you're in a powerlifting meet that does drug testing. <laughs> And you go in and you demolish everybody. <laughs> you squat 700, you bench 500, you pull 700, mm-hmm. and you're hundreds of pounds ahead of the next guy in your weight class. Everyone still saw that. You know, you still can post that. You still can. And so maybe you get nailed after the fact, and it turns out that you you were on stuff. But you, like, you still outlifted everybody, you know? So it's... Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is really interesting. And then to try to find testing that is really accurate. And then how much does it matter? You know, we have uh, Derek from more plates, more dates, and a lot of other YouTube channels are, um, they talk about these things a lot. I don't think that Derek wants to specifically just always do natty or not videos, but they're popular and people want to know. They want to know, is Dana Lynn Bailey natural? Is Michael Hearn natural? Um, is John Cena John Cena natural these are all people that are friends of mine I've I've communicated with them they said they're natural and so that's my verification these guys are totally 100% natural now it's hard it's hard to know because um, in the case of a figure competitor in the case of um, somebody getting on stage for some bodybuilding or something like that a lot of times the stuff that they may take can be performance enhancing but it's pretty minimal it's different than seeing somebody prep for a powerlifting meet where somebody might get just huge or it's different than seeing a professional bodybuilder you see someone go from being an amateur bodybuilder to a professional ifbb pro bodybuilder it's just they get so large that you're like you know i i can't imagine they're doing things any other way than using performance enhancing drugs they're just So big. Now, in other cases, we have um, men and women uh, sprinters in track and field that look amazing. Yeah. Um, they they look they look completely unbelievable. They they are they have so much muscle mass. And if you go back and you look at some of the different uh, runners over the years, you got like a Carl Lewis who was like long limbed and not like crazy muscular. Um, but time and time again, there's guys that do the 200 and the hundred and even some of the guys that do the hurdles, they're fucking jacked and women, mm-hmm. the women are like almost more impressive. Cause they're like, they're so lean, they're so shredded. And because you don't ever see that, you're like, that's not natural. That's not what you're used to seeing. Yeah. And the funny thing is like those athletes don't even train in a way like mm-hmm. like people who are in gym culture and they lift five to six days a week. These runners and sprinters don't train in that fashion. They don't train with nearly that much training volume, yet they're big and jacked. And why? Well, they're they're great genetic athletes, right, who are also sprinters. And they like if they did choose to train in the fashion that we do here, they could easily be on stage. They could easily probably be in a crazy powerlifting meet and get super strong. They're just elite level athletes, mm. right? So it's it, it's it's insane. Is and and here's something that you have to question. Here's something you got to really think about. Is everybody on shit? You know, like I don't. I know that there's a lot of people that take stuff, right? Um, and I'm not even going to say that some of the names. Damn! Are, just look at those. Look at those delts. Michael, Michael, Michael Johnson. Johnson. Michael yeah. Johnson. And I'm not even going to say that I know whether some of these people I'm going to mention are on stuff or not. That looks like Encima. But, like, think about, like, Terrell Owens, you know, the way that he looked. Think about, um, uh, fuck, um, goddamn, what's the... Oh, look at that Olympic swimmer real quick, Andrew. Go up to... Think about Shannon Sharp. Oh, yeah, and he still looks... His brother Sterling Sharp, when his brother played football, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who's that swimmer? But he's one of the new ones in uh, this past uh, Olympics. You think he did really well? Yeah, he's fucking time. yoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's. So again, I am aware that a lot of people take them, and I am aware that a lot of people are like, oh, all the pros, everybody's on stuff. Um, I just don't believe it, and and also from what we know from powerlifting and some of the drug tested federations, I mean, you've got to really go out of your way to try to be, um. 
to try to pass these drug tests. And I don't even know if some of the people that we know, I, I just don't even know if they have the knowledge to or access to somebody that has knowledge to figure out how to pass some of these tests. And we know dudes that squat 800, 900,000 pounds, and they are drug tested. Um, a dude like Ray Williams pulling 800, squatting 1,000. Um, consistently. Russ Swole also consistently yeah. drug tested. Like I've never seen anybody with a back as big as Ray Williams. Yeah, um, maybe like Donnie Thompson, maybe is around the same uh, uh, size. And Donnie Thompson was a non-drug uh, tested athlete versus um, Big Ray, but <clears throat> you know Ray just got huge. And in Russ Swole's case, he's actually in good shape and he's lifting crazy weights. Amazing shape. But you know the interesting thing, like let's let's Russ Swole, eighty three kgs, I think. Yeah, yeah, eighty threes. Um, you know that Taylor Outwood guy? He's like Taylor mm-hmm. Atwood is. Yeah, people look at him as like the He's Michael crushing. Jordan of of USAPL powerlifting because like, but his numbers are very close to Russ's. Now look at the way Taylor looks. Taylor's in great shape, mm-hmm. but his muscularity does not show like the like the way Russ's shows. Russ also played football all mm-hmm. his life. Russ has been training like a bodybuilder for a majority of his lifting career. Then moved into powerlifting and then started crushing. Right? It's like I don't think that. Everyone has the, like, a lot of people can get pretty strong, but as far as the ability for your body to, sh- like, show hypertrophy, like, like to, to be built that way or get that big, it, there's, a, there's an athletic background and there is a genetic background. And some people, most people that take drugs will not, even if they take as many steroids as possible, won't look as good as Russ Swole. How, um, how deep into, like, bodybuilding stuff have you gotten? Have you, like done the like uh you know train like a bodybuilder week in week out to the point where you're really fucking sore and you have to like your your workouts are difficult enough to where you have to literally really think about your food in order to properly recover from it or were you just doing it like at such a young age you didn't really maybe get that deep into it well when i was lifting when i was really young First off, I didn't know that as much about nutrition, but I just trained with a lot of training volume because mm. when I started training, I couldn't do anything else. So I trained with a lot of training volume and I was perpetually sore for a period of time and I just ate as much food as my mom would feed me. Uh, and then when I started learning about like the nutrition aspect of things, I was still soccer focused, right? When I started playing soccer again, but I loved lifting. So I just tried to figure out ways that I can still get my lifting because I didn't want to get small. <laughs> like, like when I... When I, I, when I was 16, I got to 220, started playing soccer again, dropped down to like 190, 195, but I didn't want to get small. So I was like, I got to keep lifting. I got to keep eating while I'm playing soccer. Um, Could you imagine what would happen if you, remember when we lifted with O'Hearn? Oh, yeah. Imagine if you ate for bodybuilding specifically, not just for bodybuilding, but to, to recover from those workouts. And imagine if you trained like that all the time, mm-hmm. what would happen? And, and what would happen to... Uh, a 15 year old kid that would jump in on that, that has never taken anything. That's 170 pounds. And he started eating and he started sleeping and it's going to get fucking jacked. Yeah. I think that people don't understand. I'm not trying to say that all these different people that I know are natural, but I don't think people understand. They have no idea what it's like to train really, really hard to put that intensity in. I would say on a scale of one to 10 nowadays, I train it like a six mm. <laughs> because I, I, I know what the other side of it looks like. The bodybuilder side of things where you, when I've trained with a couple of high level bodybuilders, like a branch Warren, mm. I have literally only trained that way. Um, probably like 10 times in my whole life to be told, to be totally honest. I, I like to get after, I like to have, I like to train. Um, but I like to have fun in the gym too. And my powerlifting days of me going, kind of as hard as possible with the heavier weights, uh, those days are, those days are behind me. But I think that if you, like I've worked out with Dana Lynn Bailey many times mm-hmm. and just doing one workout with her, you're like, ah, I fucking get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember we, her and I worked out for like about 60, 70 minutes, something like that. And uh, she's like, how much longer are we going to be in the gym for? Cause I was like slowing down. And I was like, oh, I'll probably be here for another like 30 minutes. She's like, good, because I'm going to keep doing more sets. And she just kept going around, boom, 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 boom. Just, and, and, and the workout, um, 
if we're to break it down as like a strength coach or to break it down as like uh, trying to throw some scientific jargon at the workout, mm-hmm. didn't make any sense. <laughs> it was just keep going, keep going. We were training shoulders and she got a pump in the shoulders and it was like front raises, uh, upright mm-hmm. rows, lateral raises, just going back and forth and back and forth in a circuit. And then she's like doing uh, face pulls and then she's doing bent over lateral raises and she just kept going and going and going. Mm. And Rob's like, She's like this all the time. It's mm-hmm. like this. It's like this every single day. I would actually just say like flat out. I think that I do believe that Dana Lynn Bailey is natural. Um, yeah. She's very small. She's tiny. She's 130 pounds. And how, how tall? She's like you five. Said, she's like five, two, five, two. There's one thing there though. Like, okay. When it, when it comes to um, like sh- shorter, more stout individuals, you'll notice that they like, even if they're, if they have good genetics, they look crazy mm-hmm. because they're like their frame is just ends. Oh yeah. Yeah. Brooke ends will look crazy. And and I think these girls that have a lot of definition in their stomach, I think, like, Whoa. <laughs> that guy's beefy. Whoa. <laughs> We're looking at old video of me being beefy, working a, out with DLB. That's a big man. Mm-hmm. That, a whole lot of meat. That was right when I think I had a uh, actual job here. Yeah. Right when you kind of started. Yeah. Dude. But if you look at DLB here in this video that we're watching of her um, at super training, you know, her, her body fat percentage in that video is probably a little higher than, um, than normal. Oh, yeah. And it's sure. definitely quite a bit higher than what she would compete with. And when you see when you see some of these people like that, I mean, she yeah, she is jacked. But. It's you're not thinking like, oh, my God, she's on steroids. However, when she gets lean for a show and some of these girls have veins popping out of their neck and and they got veins going through their legs and their arms, you're like, oh, shit, because people just aren't used to that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're on stuff. People don't really understand how big of a difference um, being lean makes. But real quick, I got to mention this because we've been talking about testing so much. I just got my labs done by by our lab sponsor, Marikel. Verified that you're not natural. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> once I, again, I just cycled off. That's what they're going to say. <laughs> um, because I'm going to be, I'm doing some tests on myself. Dude, for, where's your video from Derek? What the fuck's going on over there, Derek? Well, you know, I'm not. I meet the criteria, <laughs> you know, mm. so it is I what think, it is. I think you're big and jacked enough. <laughs> but <laughs> if you guys. You get your results yet? Um. For my most recent one, probably I should check. I should oh, check. The, the lab work will soon. probably be in, in like a week because mm. um, I got like my, my testosterone, free and total, uh, cortisol, <clears throat> SHBG, DHEA. Oh, you got that um, checked and then you're taking the natural stuff to ha- maybe Fidogia help. Agrestis so now account. you can kind of have a, you can test it out and see if it's doing anything. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so <clears throat> like, but you know, the first time I ever got my laps back, I was pleasantly surprised because first off I was really nervous for myself because I was, I was like, I hope I don't have any weird heart issues. I hope mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with my cholesterol. I was just really, you know, but I got Kidneys, it back. Liver, yeah. Yeah. I got it back. Everything's good. Everything's good. And that just gave me peace of mind. And I think that especially number one, if you want to really understand what's going on under the hood and you want to be healthy, get that done. Mm-hmm. But also if you guys are trying to figure out things you might want to do in the future, I think there is a guest that uh, came on and was like, if you, if there's anything you can do to be a gift for yourself, Get your laps done when you're younger mm-hmm. so you have a snapshot mm-hmm. of what things look like. Because, for example, when I get into my 40s or 50s and I choose to do TRT, right, it'll be good to understand what my how everything was looking when I was in my prime. So now I have that, you know, so there, you guys definitely check them out. Yeah. And I've been like, you know, we talk all the time about work, working on these uh, markers in the gym. Like if you are performance based in the gym and you're working on your strength in the gym how effective that can be to assist you with your overall look and then you're not as concerned about trying to be like quote unquote skinny Mm -hmm. and more often than not we see people ended up looking a lot better i found the same to be true with when you're chasing numbers with your blood work Mm -hmm. you improve your markers of health a lot of times you'll improve your look you'll probably look younger you'll probably feel better um i've noticed a lot of these things to be true for me when i was like uh, trying to fix my uh, blood glucose levels with more walking. Um, I noticed that I, I felt better throughout the day, getting better sleep. I mean, all these things. So having somebody kind of uh, pick apart what's going on inside inside your body via your blood 
uh, is a is a great way to for you to kind of regain some uh, access to the you know the healthy metabolism that your body should have. Yeah, yeah. And trying to get something like this done at your regular doctor is is very difficult. So um, really, don't use that as an excuse. Uh, do what a bunch of other Power Project listeners are doing, and they're going to MerrickHealth.com. That's M A R E K Health.com, and uh, you guys will see a bunch of different labs. Um, and when it comes time to actually purchase those labs, um, use promo code Power Project fifteen for fifteen percent off those labs. And that's like, I mean, if you want to just get your test. Uh, test tested, you can do so, or you can hop on the phone with them and actually have them guide you into uh, taking the correct uh, panels that you need. And when you're on the phone with them, you can just mention Power Project 15 and they'll take 15% off. Uh, links to them down in the description, as well as the podcast show notes. What would satisfy the people, do you think, uh, for DLB, whether she's natural or not? Do you think there's any amount of testing or, or do you think people would say, oh, the test is rigged? Um, you know, uh, Mark Bell sent someone over there and they're friends and, mm -hmm. or would it, is there any way to, and, and also why, why are people so concerned? Well, you know, the, the funny thing is we, we were talking about this, man, the, the, a lot of the comments that you see and a lot of the comments that I see people like guys will DM me or I'll see them mentioned in the comments is like, why are you lying to people? You know, you're telling people that they'll look like you if you do this or they'll to whatever. Number one, DLB. And I mean, no, like myself, anybody no one says that if you do this training routine you will look like me like she just puts forward information like do this this is a good place to start but she's not saying anyone will look like her that's not the point but she has great information um i think some people are just angry because for some people it doesn't matter how much they take they won't look like her so it's hard to believe you know that someone who doesn't take anything looks like her or looks like russ or looks like any of these people um, that's why they're so angry. Cause like they, and a lot of people haven't trained for a long time. Mm. So they're comparing themselves to this individual and they just don't see them ever getting there. So automatically it's drugs. Mm. So this is one of those cases where this topic that gets so talked about when we're sitting here talking about DLB, whether she's natty or not, has more to do with all the individuals that are worried about it than it does anything to do with her. Yeah. Because people, because I noticed the same thing myself and I see the comments that are made on other people's uh, pages and stuff too and maybe for an individual like yourself they're like oh well easy for you to do because you have all day long to to play uh, fitness fitness model <laughs> you know what I mean and they'll just whatever whatever excuse they can drum up yeah. to uh, defend maybe why like they're like um, you know I I, um, they, I don't know they'll say I'm a truck driver you know so I don't have time to go and I don't have time to go and uh, do that. And and we recognize that things could be harder depending on what style of what lifestyle you have and what job you have. Uh, it can make things more, more difficult, but I don't think there's a reason to like put a block on, on why you don't think that you can do something. I, th I think that's kind of a foolish way of doing it, but for some reason people tend to do it and they get jealous and they get mad and they get upset that somebody else has something that they feel they don't have access to. And what I'm trying to tell people is it's a lie. It's not true. You have the same access to pretty mm -hmm. much. I do understand. We all start out in different points in our life. I do understand. We are, are at different points in our life, but you have a lot more access to things than you think. There's no reason to block yourself out of stuff with your own mind and with your own nonsense of saying, well, that guy's on tons of shit. I'll never be able to do that. Um, even if even if someone is on something, and even if somebody is lying, even if somebody is, you know, giving a different message, it still doesn't mean that you can't be better than you were yesterday. It still doesn't mean that you can't employ some of the disciplines and some of the things that that person's doing to get towards their goals and end up with similar results, regardless mm -hmm. of whether you mm -hmm. decided to bite the bullet and to do the quote unquote full program or not. Mm -hmm. And I think the big thing is like the, the big focus should just be getting to the best version of yourself like that. That's, you know, if you're paying attention to anybody who does any of this fitness stuff, it's like you're you're doing that so you can learn not to look like them, but to look like the best version of what your body can look like, because that's all you got. 
Right. Dude, I'm so excited to announce today's sponsor. So when I was a kid uh, growing up, cereal was an actual food group for me. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm a mature adult, cereal is actually a food group for me. Unfortunately, the stuff that you buy in the store doesn't really fit very well with my macros. And now we actually do have an answer for something that is healthy for us. And it does fit my macros. That's the great thing about Magic Spoon, guys. Number one, Magic Spoon doesn't taste like cardboard or crap. <laughs> no, Seriously. It's so good. It tastes like actual cereal, like the cereal you ate as a kid, but it doesn't come with all the excess carbohydrates, all the excess sugar. It doesn't make you feel bad. It doesn't mess with your gut. It's so dang good. And the great thing, guys, is the macros. Now, Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, 14 grams of protein, and it is 140 total calories per serving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Literally, they have great players they have a uh, cocoa peanut butter frosted there's a lot of different flavors on their website and you guys really want to check them out mm -hmm. matt andrew how do you, i almost called you magic i was like magic, magic. i'll take it, it? But, yeah all right well magic there it goes so uh yeah head over to magicspoon.com slash power project um i recommend that you guys get a variety pack so that way you can figure out which flavor is your favorite um it's kind of hard to pick one but that frosted is just incredible <laughs> but, but yeah magicspoon.com slash power project and you're going to receive five dollars off that variety pack links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes head over there right now so you can enjoy cereal again and people just i think my brother's a good example of that he keeps getting better right mm. um he's he's not completely shredded maybe the way that he wants to be because he sees other people being shredded in a particular way but it's like dude you know you you nearly died a couple times from drugs and alcohol you got two fake hips you've had double knee surgeries and you're uh you're you're fighting through all these different things and now you're in the best shape of your life and you're getting close to 50 years old it's like, that's pretty fucking awesome to see. Box squatting how much? Five something? What is that? Five something? Box, like 540 yeah, or something? He's, yeah. He's deadlifting somewhere around there too. I'm just like, dude. He's deadlifting in the six with oh, the trap yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he did 715, I think, for a double. Like, just like, uh, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. A few months ago. And then he'll be like, he's like, oh, yeah, God, but I, I didn't go for three or whatever. You know? Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he does that all the time. I'm like, dude, just accept it. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> a, a question that I have for you guys, and it's, it's, I'm, I promise I'm not trying to be unfair with it, but like, can you think of somebody who genetically didn't have, well, you know, good, well, didn't have good genetics? They ended up being a freak. And you can for sure say that they're natty. Is there they, anybody they didn't like have that? good genetics and ended up being a freak? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know he, you know, Stan. I mean, I know he he took stuff, but at the end of the day, it's like he <laughs> became mm -hmm. and he became the strong. Like, what record does he have as far as powerlifting? Like, did oh, anyone yeah. beat his total record? Um, yeah, I think people may have broken his record since then. But yeah, okay. he had the two seventy five weight class record and the three hundred eight weight class record. I forget exactly what for, but he had a he had a couple different records going. Um, and he was the world's strongest bodybuilder for a while. So I mean, he's he's a you know he's a mutant. And I would say to be perfect, turned honest, himself into a mutant. I should say. I would say if he didn't take anything. You know, and he just chose to go. He would have still, especially based mm -hmm. off of the pictures when he was young playing soccer, because you saw his stick. <laughs> he was like a stick mm -hmm. figure. Wait, what? I was going to say you saw his stick. I was going to say you saw his stick ass, but it sounded like he saw his stick, which is weird. His... He was a stick figure. And if he just lifted, yeah. right, he would have been pretty big. Yeah. So I just don't think people, um, I, people don't people don't train long enough to see where they can actually get. They don't mm -hmm. do it consistently. I, I would say to answer your question more specifically, a mutant is a mutant and there's no getting around that. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's just something else that people probably need to know and recognize you. You can't take steroids to be a mutant. Mm -hmm. Like they're few and far between. Uh, Eric Spoto is a mutant. Jesus. <laughs> Um, and there's different levels of like, <laughs> it's like this mute, this league of mutants, you know, they're, 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 they're fucking extraordinary. You know, them when you see them, I think you can see them as a mutant. Um, but there's, it's, it, they're, they're rare. They're a rare breed. You don't, you know, it's not common to see them and you can't take a steroid. You can't take growth hormone. You might be able to look big and jacked and you might be able to kind of be a fake mutant, but mm -hmm. You can't really be like a mutant that, is. That makes a lot of sense. I'm telling you guys, when I was in, when I did stuff in WWE, when you could see every, every practice, every single day 
was one up one upmanship of one person and another person and another person, mm. both male and female. And you saw some wild. Sh- you were like, "What the fuck?" You're like, "Okay, now I have to go do a match." <laughs> You're like, "I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do." Some people were able to keep it simple and and use like theatrics and and be fun or funny, and they were able to, uh, you know, still uh, get attention and things like that, but. For the most part, man, these people had, you know, freakish bodies. They could do freakish things in the ring. They were, they were athletic uh, specimens. You know, seeing someone like a Brock Lesnar up close, Shelton Benjamin, Bobby Lashley, John Cena. It's just everything is different. You know, uh, something like a leapfrog, which is a very normal uh, wrestling move where you just jump over somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I could jump over somebody. Like, I was athletic enough to figure some of these things out the ring's got a little bounce to it and i could do pretty good and like when it came like something like a drop kick or something like that where you you kick the guy in in the face with both your legs like i could jump pretty good and do some of those things but then you see someone like john cena do it and you're like what the fuck was that (laughs) like i'm totally exaggerating but it seemed like he jumped like 12 feet in the air Mm. you're like what the fuck and he would jump from like a squat, you know, he would squat down like below parallel and then jump. spring. So yeah, so it just looked different. And you're like, the guy weighs 265. Mm. <laughs> he shouldn't be able to do that. That's you know, I saw some really wild stuff and you don't, um, we've had some big, big people in here lift some crazy, crazy weights. We had uh, Scott Cartwright squat 1160. We had Roy Bradshaw bench 900 pounds. Um, I myself have squatted over a thousand pounds. I benched over 800 pounds, but I'm not a mutant. Like if you see me in person, I'm, you might think I'm big because maybe you're, uh, just not a, a, a large person, but I'm not huge. I don't have like big, like when you see John Cena, his wrist is double the size of my wrist. Yeah. His biceps are so big that he, the thing that he wears on his biceps or they used to wear on his biceps when he'd come out and rap. Which he needs to bring that shit back. That was so dope when he did that. that. It's a fucking headband. It's a headband that's on his arms and it's stretched to its maximum. He just has, I mean, he's, he's, you know, in his forties now, but he had just 20 inch arms just sitting there, Mm -hmm. you know, 18 inch, 18 inch forearms. And people don't realize that joint structure makes a big difference. When you see a lot of like, really just like freakish people. Yeah. When you look at their joints, like it's like you Andre probably Milanichev. see dudes in jujitsu sometimes where you're like, I don't even know. I okay, I can't even grab that guy's wrist. The Russian I told you about. You're like, I'm fucked. That bicep out of an eye bar that yeah. I did on him. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I, I all the all the rules that I know are now gone. <laughs> Thanks to this motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> Look at uh, you know, Hapthor Bjornsson or some of the great um uh, strongman athletes that are around today. Mm-hmm. Hapthor's six ten, Brian Shaw's six eight, six nine. Um these are like, now look, when a mutant decides to go on stuff, that's when you kind of end up with the IFBB pro bodybuilder, right? Yeah. That's when you end up with that look where you're like, mm, never seen that before. Phil Heath, Big Ramy. Yeah. I mean, guys, if you, if, if people have never even like, if you never noticed John Cena's hands, like you're not paying attention. Wow. Wa- watch a movie, watch anything that John Cena's in and you're going to go, wait a second. <laughs> Why the fuck is that guy's hand bigger than a giant's hand? Hmm. Wait a minute. Because <laughs> this fucking dude's been like, his growth hormone is probably off the charts, but I don't think that's anything he decided to do when he was like, mm-hmm. you know, people are like, oh, he just got on shit when he was young. Even, <laughs> even his face screams USA. Like, just yeah, the, the yeah. jaw, the, yeah. the, the, the cleft mm-hmm. chin. John Cena is a superhero. He that's totally what he is. is. Yeah, look at that fucking hand. He, it's a big old mitt. He did. I mean, and you're right. He does get naked in all the like. He got naked in Vacation Friends. He's always naked. He's always naked. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he got naked when he comes in here. <sighs> Can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like no, an no. old video when he's uh like uh it's 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 was on like WWE and mm-hmm. his dad talks about how when he was a little kid he'd always run around naked. <laughs> And then John's in like a, <laughs> John is a lot, he's a lot of fun. He, he's wearing uh, like roller skates 
and he's wearing like a G-string and he's chasing his dad around the house. And he's like, Dad, I still love to be naked. And he's like, son, it's different now. <laughs> he's, like, it's, he? he's like 25, 30. <laughs> <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to hug him. He's like, no, 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 John. It's it's way different now. You can't do that. You know? Oh, shit. Oh, like, God, that's shit. so great. Yeah, he's got a, a crazy sense of humor. Lots of fun. Yeah. But hey, man, when... I was just gonna say, what what are your thoughts? So when you know, whenever I whenever I do want to like shred down or whatever, I go to you guys, and then I get my nutrition and lifting from Encima, and I won't. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter who said it, but uh, and Encima, you know who said it. But I basically was questioned like, why am I going to listen to Encima? He's either on stuff or he's a genetic freak. Therefore, everything he tells me. So either way, it doesn't matter. So either way, it's bad information because I'm neither of those things. And mm-hmm. so I, I just like, I, I didn't listen to that. And I thought it was kind of a cop out. It's kind of almost like using that as a crutch, you know, kind of like, well, I'll never be there. But it's like, I wasn't trying to be there. I was trying to be better than like what you said. I was trying to be better for myself. But well, and Seema doesn't do things despite himself. You know, I think that's an important thing to to look out for. You know, there are people that sometimes are pretty damn good outliers to the point where they do a lot of things despite themselves. They get really drunk. They get really high. Uh, they come in the gym kind of fucked up, and they still deadlift eight hundred pounds. And you're like, <laughs> "There are." I mean, I've seen that that happens sometimes, but this guy isn't that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mo- almost everything you're doing is encouraging the stuff that you're doing. I don't see you like. I mean, like anybody else, like we'll eat a donut here and there, or some pizza, or like we'll relax and have did, some wine or I whatever. I didn't get to eat pizza. Oh, so. I didn't do that. Should have come and walk yesterday. Yeah, sure. I'm working. Right. We can we can walk from here to the <laughs> village. Pizza to, spot close. The gas station probably has a slice. Remember of pizza. the remember the pizza place that was here? <laughs> they moved before we moved over here. Wait, what? you brought the, you guys brought that pizza into the old gym, right? That pizza was so good. I remember asking you guys, oh, "Where the fuck right, was that?" Right from? next to the Chipotle. Was it? The, yeah, I never yeah. got to go there. It, but it the had pizza. like a dumbass name. It was like, mm. like, some, oh, like, not. It's this wasn't it, but it was like wacky western something. Yeah. It's like, is that a barbecue place? Yeah, wicked something. Wicked West Pizza yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And it was it like, was is like that a barbecue? Thick, right? Like, it was fucking amazing. And oh, they had like, um, yeah. <laughs> No, I just remember. Dude, it they was had like some... pizza with like pulled pork on it or something. Yeah, but then they had like regular pizza and it was yeah. really good. It was un- They Fuck. had like they had a bunch of weird pizza, and they had regular pizza. And it yeah, was... the golden era. That was really some of the best pizza but, I've ever had in my entire. But life. But thank God they. If, they you, if you consistently down. talk when to we that moved closer over... to the microphone, it'd be great. But <laughs> you run away from it. <laughs> they shut down. Yeah, uh, like right as we moved over here, they're like, "These guys are going to get too fat. We got to shut this place down." <laughs> We seriously would have been in a lot of trouble. That place was amazing. It was really good. I remember even the crust was really good. Mm -hmm. Everything about that pizza. Like, I remember I had it and I was just like, where'd you guys get it? I still miss the teriyaki place next to the old ST. Oishi? I don't know what it's called. Oishi is still there. It's a place I would never go to. It's like, man, right off the freeway, that looks sketchy as fuck. And then, (laughs) oh my God. That used to be my post workout meal every day when I left secret training. (laughs) (laughs) How come a teriyaki sauce at a teriyaki place is like ridiculously amazing, but you can't get it in the store? You it's, can't. Not the, it's not the same in the store. No. That's why she sells their teriyaki sauce. <laughs> oh. They sell their teriyaki sauce. Why? Well, how, how come? But it's not. How come it's not like massively manufactured? I mean, you ever go to A and W? Can't do it. You ever go to A and W, the like fast food place? Mm-mm. No. Nope. What do they nope. sell there? I don't know. But they do have A and W root beer like on tap, mm. and it's different than any other. Ah, it's like wow. it's almost like cream soda, but like not. It's fucking good. You, you can't get, get that ice cream in it. Probably root beer float. Yeah, root beer float. I don't know what Crazy. we were talking about, but pizza. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Real quick before we continue on, because that? It, that's right. So it was reminding me of when you were like saying that people would get upset that mm-hmm. that people are selling programs because they're on stuff. It's like okay, if they're not, now I'm seeing the other side where it's like, oh well, they're selling programs because they're like super you know, uh, genetic freaks. So I still can't relate. So it's like, even if you were to have your, your verification check, people would still be upset at you for just having really good genetics. Hey, this is weird. There's some people that won't work with people that take stuff. <laughs> <There's> some... <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Uh-huh. But, but I think it has to do with like, 
recovery, I think. There's well, an aspect of certain things. There's that, but I think like the USAPL is really weird about like even like associating yourself. Yeah. With, they yeah. actually are no, I've heard yeah, shit about that. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. they're like, oh, if you do shit with this person, then Yeah, they're weird, man. That's really weird, right? Yeah. I should go compete USAPL and just be like, hey, 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 hello. <laughs> <laughs> but um That'd be great. No, what I was gonna say, man, about mutants is a lot of people don't realize, like Dana Lynn Bailey, she said she's been playing sports since she was five. She was a college-level soccer player. Um, Russ has been playing football like almost all his life. Mm-hmm. He's been a sport athlete. A lot of these individuals who, let's say, they look end up looking really crazy at a certain point. Some people don't, don't realize there is a – Jim Wendler came on and talked about it. There's a lot of development that goes on in your childhood years, especially if you do play sports in your teenage years, that – I mean, let's not say that you can't get it later, but it gives you an extra layer mm. of just like 10 steps ahead. You, you end up being ahead right. of the game because you're, you have better body awareness. I mean, I think of even gymnasts, kids that were kids that were gymnasts. Yeah. That's a crazy thing. Oh, because they're yoked. When they, not just are they yoked, but when they're in their 20s, they're doing like handstand walks mm-hmm. and doing all these things just because their body was used to it when they were young and they have these abilities. So... She's she she's been an athlete yeah. all of her life. We know some mutants too that are kind of almost like closet mutants. Like there's we have some friends that can do a really wide array of things. Like I think Bart Kwan is one of the most exceptional people that I know. If you think yeah. about being really well rounded, mm. well wounded, <laughs> Cowboys, yeah, Cowboys. That motherfucker, like he's dangerous. He is. You know, he knows a lot of different types of martial arts. He's a former Marine. He like just, he's just splashing around in our pool one day and he starts swimming and Andy's like, holy shit. I was like, yeah, he's fucking, <laughs> mm. he's a Marine. She's like, I, I, she's like, okay, shit. He knows how to swim. You know, um, we, we have some friends that like really know a crazy amount of stuff. And then we got like, a you know, Jason Kalipa. <laughs> you ever see Jason Kalipa like on a rower? No, man. He's like, oh yeah, this is how you do it, and he's like, kind of going. You're, he's producing so much force, and he's barely trying and barely breathing. Mm-hmm. And then Jason Kalipa was a guy in CrossFit that kind of struggled on a couple things, really severely, and then fixed those things immensely to win the entire fucking CrossFit games. And he was dominant for many, many years, especially on the local level. You see that guy, he's, you know, he, he looks like he's like 230 for some reason. I don't know why. I think his, arm, his arms are real big. He's probably 210 or something like that. Mm-hmm. He looks a lot heavier than he even is, but he looks fucking jacked as it is. Um, you see that guy walk on his hands. It's like he walks on his hands better than most people walk around their feet. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And that same guy, you know, will do like overhead squat with like 365. Yeah. And you're like, those... It's like, dude, you got to pick one. You're not allowed to be that good at that many different things. You know, mm-hmm. just settle down over there. Like, stop making everybody look so bad. But I don't believe Jason's on anything. He's he's in a, um, I know, again, some people are like, oh, well, you know, it's drug tested. People don't know how to get past the tests or whatever. Cycle off. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. see, cycling off. I know they want to try to accuse every single person of of being on stuff, whether it's Matt Frazier or, or Jason Kalipa or Rich Froning. And... All I can say is this, is I have worked out with some of these people before. And in just doing one workout, I'm like, oh, I got enough of a taste of that to see how you can improve and advance every single day, especially once you learned how to recover from it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God damn, like that would be intense. Just that one workout that I did with Branch Warren, it was like life altering. All we did was shoulders. You know, mm-hmm. he just fucking crushed me. I couldn't breathe. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. He's like... Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm injured. Like we're, you know, he's like, we're barely working out. <laughs> yeah. And I remember asking him, like, well, I'm like, how do you like to train? You like to go heavy, like do reps? He's like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to do all of it. He's a fucking savage. But exactly, man. Like going back to what we were mentioning before, I don't think like literally there, there's nothing. If, if someone's consistently accused of, of taking stuff, 
Like there's there's nothing I can do to to prove to people I'm like there's nothing will work. It doesn't matter how many drug tests that I've passed, which I've passed many because they always say you cycled off. It doesn't matter how much blood work I potentially get and I continue to get done because they'll just say he's just cycling off right now. It doesn't matter, you know, anything because just like they'll just say, oh, well, he took some stuff when he was younger and he might not take stuff anymore, but he definitely did when he was younger, which allowed him to put on all that size. Mm. There's there will always be something. So that's why I, you know, I don't think Dana really fights it. Mm. I don't fight mm-hmm. it anymore. I sometimes just play into the joke a little bit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it is it is what it is. Now but that, the big thing is just take the information and do with it what you will. Just do that. please. Mm. Now I that think it, when people get really lean is when people have the biggest problem mm. with it. Even if you, even if you just decide like, oh, I'm going to get a little leaner in the next two, three weeks, people are like, oh my God. And you're the exact same. You just lost like four pounds of fat. Yeah. No, it, losing fat makes a big difference. You know what I mean? Cause it makes a massive difference. Yeah. So now that I understand a lot more about just everything in general, but that the whole idea of like, oh, and Seema just took a little something early on. It's like, oh, so you mean he he messed up his hormones, he dropped his tea, and then got better. Okay, yeah, that's that's the one. Okay, cool, got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you know, no, you know, the, a belief that I actually kind of had when I was um when I was younger because of my bodybuilding show experience, um, and how tired and just lethargic I felt when I was that lean. In my head, because I I, I did get that lean, and it was hard for me to stay there because my testosterone, my libido went away. I was like. Wow, the people that are actually this lean all the time, they 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 must be maybe doing something because mm. like I I couldn't be there for a few months. Now I'm there and I'm like, huh? Mm. I was probably wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like seriously, I was definitely wrong about that. When it comes to uh, someone like a DLB or someone like Brooke Ents, I remember, you know, my wife has had opportunity to meet those girls and. Um, and like Colleen Foch and well, Colleen actually is, is, um, oh, yeah, Colleen. is, is, is bigger. Like she, she, she holds a lot of muscle mass and she's taller, but, uh, Brooke in particular and, uh, Dana Lynn, they're, they're very small framed people. And my wife was like, people think they're on steroids. Mm-hmm. Cause my, my, my wife is like five, nine, five, ten, Um, and she's just like, they just don't. You know, they, they look uh, incredible. Their, yeah. their muscular development is fucking off the charts. But can you develop really good muscular development and, uh, you know, and, and be in really good shape without taking steroids? Fuck yeah, you can. Yeah. And the level at which you can do that is determined a lot by your genetics and a lot by not just your genetics, but what you've done when you were young. You know, for me, I think when I was young, there was a... Uh, <clears throat> because I was in powerlifting and because I was into football, there was no focus on aesthetics. You know, now that I'm focused on aesthetics, well, it's harder for me to just reverse that <clears throat> out of nowhere when I'm just trying it <clears throat> for the last two, three years when my lifting has looked so differently previously and my nutrition has looked so differently previously. And so to try to, um, well, I guess it's like the last five, six years to try to flip it around and go in this other direction makes it more difficult. Um, is my waist going to look like yours? My waist to lat ratio. Um, maybe it never will, but that's not even my goal. My goal is to continue to make it better for me and to see what I, how, how far I can take it. I'm not concerned about what you have going on. That, and that's a, that's a huge thing. I think people, it's helpful to, as you get older, this gets a lot easier <laughs> when you're young, it's fucking hard, but you know, when you see the accomplishments that someone else makes or you see what someone else is striving for, all you can really do is just like, rather than like make a, make a comment, you know, people that are, people that are successful, they don't make, they don't make negative comments on other people's stuff. If you're truly successful, you're, you're at, you're at peace. You're not at war. If, if you see somebody else making success and you somehow think that infringes upon your own success, you you have a psychological issue on your hands that you need to work on mastering because the number one thing you need to master is your own mind. And I think that uh, once you start to learn that, it's easier just to look at what somebody else posts or hear about what somebody else is doing and just go, fuck yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Oh, fucking congratulations. You got a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, you know, or you got, you uh, won worlds. Like, I know that's your goal. That's fucking sick. Yeah. 
how is that negatively impacting my jujitsu class? Exactly. It's got nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, like look at, I'm, I just try to be as happy for other people as I can, no matter what they're doing. And if someone's doing something really cool, I'm, I just want to know how they did it. But let me ask you this. Cause uh, I'm curious when you were younger, what, uh, did you have any physique inspirations? No, not no. really. No, I, I, um, <clears throat> see, and that's, and that's why, that's why this whole thing is so interesting because I never really tried to like shape my body. Mm. Imagine if I did from the time I was 14 or 15, it's different, right? Mm. It's a different style of training. It's a whole different way. Yeah. I looked at Arnold and I saw some of the things and like, there were different points in time where I got pretty lean and I had abs and I was kind of like, um, uh, I don't know. I, I did powerlifting. When I was really, really young. And then as I got to be, you know, a teenager, I was like, well, girls don't really dig when you're fat. So hmm. let me, let me figure out how to get in a little bit better shape. And so I did some of that, but I didn't, I didn't really know bodybuilding and I didn't really train with any bodybuilders. Like I didn't have like a, yeah. you know, so I didn't have like a physique <clears throat> aspiration. If I grew up in these times, I probably would have, you know, like it, there was no social media when I started lifting, but there were forums and the, the, physique inspiration I had for quite a few years was Greg Plitt. Mm, yeah. And he was putting out a lot of great lifting content. Mm-hmm. I just, I did quite a bit of the stuff that he was putting out, but Greg Plitt, man, he got lean, he got lean, but he was also like athletic <laughs> and mm-hmm. he also was like doing a lot. He was just, oh. he was sick. He like had he was, a, his mindset. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, we only got to see like a little bit of that mindset because he, you know, he, unfortunately he, he died young, but, uh, man, he had, he had a really, really awesome mindset. Some of the videos I was like, man, it would have been great to like hear just like a little bit, uh, a little bit more of some of that stuff. But yeah, he would get shredded. He was, he was jacked, man. I did a few, I, I, he made quite a few programs that he put up and I just like caught, like followed along with that stuff. But his, yeah, if, 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 uh, I know a lot of, a lot of people, Gen Z probably don't know who Greg Plitt is, but look up just. Type in YouTube, Greg Plitt, and you'll see what I mean. This dude. This is a great point because like when, if you don't have a physique aspiration or you don't have even a strength aspiration, you might not even know what strong is or you might not even really know what lean is. Like Mm. that guy was lean. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you, if you don't have, you know, the correct kind of goal to chase, you might not know exactly what it's going to look like when you get there. But if you could figure out how to look like that fucking guy. Yeah. He was dope. I, I never even looked this guy up before no Mm-mm. yeah man like the, the videos are up with him like he, he talks a lot about like just like motivation mindset stuff i play this stuff before i went to the gym sometimes it was I think sick he got, I think he got hit by a train or something it was a train oh, yeah, yeah yeah it was uh he was doing something weird i think and yeah i got hit by a train yeah Fucking crazy i think he had i think he might have had you know some perhaps mental health issues when you listen to some of this stuff when he's talking you're like it's really identifiable because he's he's very genuine. Um, he kind of talks about some of the some of the struggles that he has and stuff like that, and that's why I'm like, damn, I wish he was fucking around more. Yeah, yeah, same here. But he got to. I mean, he was young. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know how old he was when he passed, but he was probably only like in his thirties. Yeah, definitely. Well, but I like kind of didn't realize his arms were that big. His arms were huge, dude. Like he was just like super proportional too. That's why I was just like when I was younger. 37 37 yeah Yeah, good combination of uh good combination of being like lean and having enough muscle mass you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that dude was sick would he have programs on like bodybuilding.com when they were free yeah 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 he just put up some stuff on bodybuilding.com man i would switch back and forth all the time Mm -hmm. (laughs) because there were so many Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah can't remember which wrestler put out a program on there and i was following that one Mm. unsccessfully but yeah, guys. I mean, I think Dan Bailey's natural. I think Russ Swole's natural. I think all these people, Michael Hearn, people are going to flame me for that one, but Michael Hearn's natty too. So I guess, you know, do, do whatever you think is going to serve you best. You know, you think it's going to somehow serve you best to believe that they're natural or somehow serve you best to believe that they're something different. Um, but I think in either case, you try to just make sure it doesn't, uh, have a negative interpretation to it and fucking go from there. Absolutely.
Take us on out of here, Andrew. I will. Thank you to Merrick Health for sponsoring today's episode. Again, links to Merrick Health down in the description as well as the podcast show notes. It's at MerrickHealth.com. Promo code POWERPROJECT15 for 15% off your labs. I'm probably going to burp somewhere in the middle of all this. Yeah. There it is. Please follow the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project on Instagram at MB Power Project on TikTok and Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter is at I am Andrew Z at the Andrew Z on TikTok. And Sima, where are you at? And Sima Yin Yang on Instagram and YouTube. And Sima Yin Yang on TikTok and Twitter. Mark. How's that natty hole that you dug yourself into? <laughs> the natty <laughs> hole. <laughs> so he did comment. And there's like the, the harder somebody digs their heels down to the ground on their natty status, the harder it is for them to get out of it. So. That's the thing that I always found so funny. <laughs> natty hole. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the thing though. Like, um, it sounds so funny. We heard that from Derek earlier when we were watching this video. Yeah. Natty hole. People think that if you if you have like natty anywhere on your profile or in whatever, like you're automatically that means you're not because you're saying you are. It's like they. This is the thing. This is why no one's ever going to be able to prove that they're actually natural. Because if you say you're natural, you're not natural. Our, our Isn't natty. that weird? Right. And and our natty people, are they Republican or Democrat? <laughs> are they left or right? Yeah. Oh, my God. You, you, Amazing. They, it, is, it is a rigged <laughs> game that you cannot win no matter what you say. You just have to say that you're not natty. And then once you do, everyone's like, we knew it. It's done. Mm-hmm. Even you saying that it's a rigged game means that you're not natural. <laughs> because if, if <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh my god! God damn it! Just keep funny. keep digging yourself into that natty hole. Digging the natty hole. <laughs> At Mark Smelly Bell, strength is never weakness. Weakness never strength. Catch you guys later. <laughs>